coming up on the Mindful Midlife Crisis. I'm trying to be curious around why she would make a comment like no more men talking mental health on podcasts. Because middle-aged men and men over 75 are dying by suicide at disproportionate numbers compared to other age demographics. And I feel like her comment perpetuates the stigma men often feel around discussing mental health. Welcome to the Mindful Midlife Crisis, a podcast for people navigating the complexities and possibilities of life's second half. I'm your host, Billy Lahr, an educator, personal trainer, meditation teacher, and overthinker who talks to experts who specialize in social and emotional learning, mindfulness, physical and emotional wellness, cultural awareness, finances, communication, relationships, dating, and parenting, all in an effort to help us better reflect, learn, and grow so we can live a more purpose-filled life. Take a deep breath, embrace the present, and journey with me through the Mindful Midlife Crisis. Welcome to Season 6 of the Mindful Midlife Crisis. I'm your host, Billy Lahr. For those of you who are regular listeners to the show, you know that my good friend Brian on the bass has stepped away so he can focus on his new band, Gen X Jukebox. Hey, if you miss Brian as much as I do, give Gen X Jukebox a follow on Instagram and Facebook, slide into his DMs, and tell him how much you miss his stories and his word of the day. I'm sure he'll appreciate hearing from you. But as they say, the show must go on. And I'm excited to continue bringing you more conversations with fascinating people who have expertise and life experiences that will help you navigate the complexities and possibilities of life's second half. Now, just to be clear, you don't have to wait until your 30s, 40s, or 50s to apply this free and useful information, okay? This information is universally golden and will help people of all ages reflect, learn, and grow. If you're new to this podcast, I just want to say welcome to the show and thank you for joining me. If you have a quick second, be sure to hit that subscribe button on your device because then you'll never miss an episode. And I promise to do my best to deliver useful and quality information from a wide variety of guests. So be sure to check out each new episode every Wednesday. Now, whether you're a new listener or a regular listener, I'd love to hear from you. So if you've got a burning question about navigating life's second half that you'd like to ask, or if you have a guest suggestion, visit www.mindfulmidlifecrisis.com and click on the contact tab and send me a message. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at mindful underscore midlife underscore crisis. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at the Mindful Midlife Crisis Podcast or on Twitter at Mindful Midlife. Be sure to follow us on social media for all the latest updates about what's going on with the show. If you do go to our website, be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter under contact. We send out a different mindfulness meditation each Sunday along with free mindfulness and daily planning exercises. The newsletter also updates you on upcoming events, books, and resources from our amazing guests, all of that is available by subscribing to the newsletter at www.mindfulmidlifecrisis.com under contacts. 
We also include resources and updates about the Reflect, Learn, Grow program my coaching partner Jill Daler and I have created. If you want to learn more about that, you can subscribe to the newsletter or click on the Reflect, Learn, Grow link in the show notes of this episode. As I mentioned before, the purpose of this show is to provide a platform that gives people the space and permission to share their expertise and life experiences in order to help others navigate the complexities and possibilities of life's second half. But in order to do that, we need your help. The easiest way to help us do that is by following or subscribing to this show wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to click on the little plus sign in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you're a Spotify user, click follow under our cover art. That way you'll never miss an episode. Also, you can go to the show notes and click on leave us a review and leave us a five-star review. Even if you're not a regular listener and you've only listened to an episode here and there, tell us what you liked about your favorite episode. When you leave us a five-star review, not only does it help others find this show, but it's just another way to put some more positive energy out into the world. But the best way to pass along this potentially life-changing information, knowledge, and skill is simply by sharing it with others. Find an episode that resonates with you and share it on social media and with family, friends, and colleagues who may relate to what's being discussed. Hearing other people's stories promotes empathy and awareness while also reminding us that we are not alone in our experiences and struggles. We've had people become guests on this show because they heard about an episode from their brother. We've had listeners connect and work with past guests. We've even helped a former guest land a job with a different former guest. That's the power of networking, ladies and gentlemen. So let's share this free, useful information with others to help them reflect, learn, and grow. I am so excited for this season, and I cannot wait to share the conversations I've been having so far with you. This season will feature Dr. Shree Walker, who will talk about how to build resilience, especially after going through a traumatic life experience. We'll also talk to licensed clinical psychologist and expert witness, Dr. Lena Haji, about using acts of service as an act of self-love. We'll follow up those two episodes with a heartfelt conversation from Jason Clausen, who lost his wife to cancer but found a way to heal and find love again. And then we'll meet Brooke Malik, a Minnesota native who I randomly met in Seoul while she was there reuniting with her birth family for the first time. Make sure you have your Kleenex box ready during those two conversations because I assure you, your allergies are going to act up. Towards the end of the season, we'll talk to Anna Skender, who will share how she and her ex-husband beautifully co-parent despite being in relationships with other people. After that, we'll talk to licensed sex therapist Kathy Saputo to discuss sexual wellness and misconceptions about sex as we age. I'm also going to do a few episodes with my coaching partner, Jill Daler, where we break down some of the skills and strategies we're covering in our new Reflect, Learn, Grow program. If you're interested in learning more about our Reflect, Learn, Grow program, click on the link in our show notes, or you can schedule an intro call using the Calendly link that's also found in the show notes. Season six is going to start off with men talking mental health. Next week, you'll hear from Pradeep Sangha of the Complete Man podcast, followed by retired Navy SEAL Commander John McCaskill of the Men Talking Mindfulness podcast. And then we'll hear from Eric Romanak of the Therapist and a Trainer podcast. 
And the reason we're going to start there is because of this Instagram post I saw recently from an account that I actually follow and enjoy. But this post really rubbed me the wrong way. And I want to be sure I address the content and the messaging in that post in today's episode. So let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Be sure to listen to the short breathing meditation during the segment break. And when we come back, we're going to discuss how this Instagram post perpetuates the stigma and shame many men feel when it comes to talking about their mental health. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Midlife Crisis. This episode of the Mindful Midlife Crisis is sponsored by Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Newsly picks up the most trending articles on the web about topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice, not a computer voice. The entire web becomes listenable for the first time all in one place. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, mindfulness, midlife crises, paddleboarding, whatever you're in the mood for. Newsly will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. You're getting older, people. Save your eyeballs while still working your brain. Newsly also has podcasts like this one as well. You can explore all sorts of trending podcasts from over 80 countries. They even have digital radio so you can stay up to date on your favorite 90s jams so you can rock out with Brian on the bass at the next Gen X Jukebox show. Sound good to you? Then download the app on your phone or visit www.newsly.me. That's www.newsly.me, which will be linked in the show notes so you can start using Newsly for free now. All you got to do is download the app and use the promo code MINDFULMIDLIFE and you'll get a free one-month premium subscription Again, that's promo code MINDFULMIDLIFE for a free one-month premium subscription. Stop scrolling. Start listening with Newsly. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Midlife Crisis. If you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. Also, giving the show a quick five-star review with a few kind words helps others find and benefit from this podcast just like you are. Finally, Please spread the wealth of free knowledge and advice in this episode by sharing it with the people in your life who may find this information and my mission to help others live a more purpose-filled life valuable. My hope is that these conversations resonate with others and inspire people to live their best lives. Thanks again. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Mindful Midlife Crisis. We are starting off Season 6 By addressing this Instagram post that I saw recently that I feel perpetuates the stigma and shame many men feel when it comes to talking about their mental health. So the post in question came from Chelsea Fagan, who is the co-founder of The Financial Diet, which is a YouTube and Instagram page that talks about finances. And to be honest, it does a really good job of breaking down spending habits and financial strategies, particularly for millennials. Now, I have been a fan of this account for quite some time because I believe they produce high-quality content. But recently, she posted a reaction video to some man, and I don't know who it was, 
but he was on a podcast and he was talking about mental health. Now, like I said, I don't know who this dude is. Maybe he's notorious for putting bad information out there. I don't really know because she didn't indicate who this person was. So I wasn't able to research his content and I didn't have a lot of context around why she made this post. But I do know that the point of it was to clap back at Hustle Bros, which I too cannot stand. In fact, I'm going to link the Jordan Harbinger episode he did on the toxicity of hustle culture because he does a great job of explaining why you should completely disregard anything these hustle bros have to say. Here's an example. One time I saw a couple of bros who host a podcast post something on their Instagram saying, we don't take weekends off because that's 104 days where you can get ahead of your competition. And my thought was, well, right. And if I didn't sleep, that's 192 hours a week when I could get ahead of my competition. Get the fuck out of here with that toxic hustle bro bullshit. That is toxic hustle bro culture to remove from your feed, which I did. I do not follow those bros anymore because of stupid shit like that. But in this video that Chelsea posted, this guy wasn't saying anything that came off to me like it was hustle culture, okay? He may have been a bit overzealous about how much and how often he reads, but he was also giving common advice like get eight hours of sleep a day, which I would argue is not advice most hustle bros give. But her response to that was, oh, get eight hours of sleep, real original. Now, we'll get back to that comment in a little bit, but the comment that I really want to address here was when she said, no more men talking mental health on podcasts. (laughs) <laughs> let's let's be let's be frank here, all right? I'm a dude with a podcast who talks to experts, both male and female, about mental health amongst other topics. So yeah, this may have hit a little closer to home for me, but I'm trying to better understand why she would make a comment like that. So I'm coming at this from a curious point of view. So Brian and I have done episodes like episode 2 where we took a look at data from the Samaritans Project, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the CDC that show middle-aged men are the most at risk for death by suicide. In fact, middle-aged men are three times more likely to die by suicide than middle-aged women, but I don't feel like that's something that's talked about very often. In episode three, I discussed my own mental health struggles and how I cultivated a mindfulness practice that not only changed my life, but most likely saved it as well. In episode five, Brian on the Bass talked about his struggles with alcohol and pill addiction. These conversations that the two of us had resulted in numerous messages from friends of ours who said things like, hey man, thank you so much for sharing your story. I didn't realize that you ever went through anything like that. And it makes me want to address my own mental health issues. We even got a message from a guy who said that sharing my story opened up a dialogue between him and his brother. So we invited them to come on the show to share that story. And that's episode 11, if you want to go and check that out. Now, there are a lot of factors that play into why middle-aged men are the most at risk for suicide. 
But I believe one of those factors is the stigma many men feel around being vulnerable enough to discuss their own mental health. So I find it troubling and tone deaf that Chelsea would make a comment like, no more men talking mental health on podcasts. What I'm trying to understand is whether or not she meant this particular man. Again, I don't know who he is. Maybe he shouldn't be talking about mental health. Or is she saying men in general shouldn't be talking about mental health? Now, as I mentioned before, I understand that much of the information this person that she has in this post is sharing, such as needing eight hours of sleep, that's not super original advice, but it is sound advice. And given the fact that 35% of Americans report not getting the recommended amount of sleep and the overall health impacts that that has, there's nothing wrong with sharing that advice. In fact, we want to bring on a sleep expert to talk about this because we feel like it's important. We haven't talked about it yet on our show. And sometimes you just need to hear things over and over and over again before it sinks in and you make a change for the better. Now, one of the reasons I enjoy the Financial Diet YouTube and Instagram accounts so much is because they provide sound financial advice. But my question to Chelsea is, how much of that advice is original? Couldn't we find much of the financial advice that's shared on the financial diet on multiple platforms? I'm pretty certain that we could, but that doesn't make that information any less valuable. In fact, because it's so ubiquitous, it actually shows its longevity of effectiveness. Not only that, but as I mentioned before, their target market appears to be millennials. And despite the bad rap millennials get from Gen Xers like me and those grumpy boomers, they're faced with more economic issues than any other generation, which is something that we're going to talk about in season seven. But would we say no more millennials giving financial advice on podcasts? We shouldn't say things like that. Nor, despite only 26% of finance professionals being women, should we say things like no more women giving financial advice on podcasts. In fact, I think Chelsea and the Financial Diet's voice need to be amplified so more millennials and more women are having conversations around finances because there's a need for it. And I firmly believe there is a need for more men to talk about mental health so we can kick stigma's butt as our past guest and self-described boss bay Tandra Rutledge of the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention said in episode 22 about normalizing and prioritizing mental health conversations. So, like I said, I'm trying to be curious around why she would make a comment like no more men talking mental health on podcasts. Because middle-aged men and men over 75 are dying by suicide at disproportionate numbers compared to other age demographics, and I feel like her comment perpetuates the stigma men often feel around discussing mental health. I was also shocked to see just how many people in the comments section supported this no more men talking mental health on podcast statement. And I find it troubling because, you know, like, listen, have men particularly white dudes like me, been holding court for far too long? Yes. Yes, we have. Okay, <laughs> we have. Am I just another average white dude hosting a podcast? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I am. I acknowledge that. 
do we need more diverse voices amplified so we can create more awareness and empathy of diverse life experiences? Yes. And that's honestly why I created this podcast. But given the suicide rates for middle-aged men, especially middle-aged white men, which is something we just don't talk about, all right? And those rates are just barely behind middle-aged Native American men who have the highest rates of death by suicide per 100,000. I think it's important that we acknowledge the need for these conversations to happen so that we can provide safe spaces for men to open up about their mental health struggles. In fact, I want to recognize Lorenzo Lewis, who founded the Confess Project of America, which is a mental health awareness movement of over 1,700 barbers and stylists trained in 47 cities and 26 states to become mental health advocates. This is from their website. It says, The Confess Project is committed to building a culture of mental health for black boys, men, and their families through capacity building, advocacy, organizing, and movement building. The Confess Project believes in a world without barriers to stigma and shame. That is absolutely beautiful. I love that. And if anybody is in contact with Lorenzo Lewis, please let him know that I would love to have him on the show so we can be a couple of men talking mental health. Hats off to these guys for talking about mental health. They're doing work to create a world without barriers to stigma and shame. But sadly, comments like no more men talking mental health on podcasts perpetuates that stigma and shame. And all I really want to do is have a conversation with Chelsea Fagan about why she would make a comment like that. I've emailed her. I've sent her a message on Instagram, but I haven't heard back from her yet. Now, she has 844,000 followers on the financial diet. She's almost at a million. So I understand if my messages are buried deep in her inbox. But when you have 844,000 followers, when you have nearly a million followers, you need to be more responsible with your messaging. So Chelsea, if you're listening, let's chat. It doesn't have to be a public conversation. And this is not some ploy to get you on this podcast. This is not some attack. I do not want to sabotage you in any way, shape, or form. I don't want to blindside you in any way, shape, or form. I would just like to have a conversation with you about why you would think making a comment like that was appropriate given the mental health stigma and crises many middle-aged men face these days. I think I've made my point abundantly clear about why comments like no more men talking mental health on podcasts perpetuate the stigma and shame many men feel when it comes to being vulnerable enough to share what's truly going on with their mental health. So if you want to chat, you can reach me at mindfulmidlifecrisis at gmail.com or you can visit the website at www.mindfulmidlifecrisis.com and shoot me a message via the contact page. You can DM me on Instagram at mindful underscore midlife underscore crisis just so we can chat about this. And listen, if you're feeling up to it after we have this conversation, I would love to have you on the show sometime to share some of your sound financial expertise because I truly mean this. You really do a great job of providing people with smart money moves and advice. But we also need to address your comment because again, 
Comments like that perpetuate the stigma and shame men feel when it comes to talking about mental health. And when you have a platform of nearly a million people, you need to be more aware of the impact a comment like that can have on the work many of us are doing to break down these barriers. So to wrap up, I'm looking forward to the next three episodes of Men Talking Mental Health on podcasts with my guest Pradeep Sangha, Commander John McCaskill, and Eric Romanak. Be sure to subscribe to the Mindful Midlife Crisis wherever you get your podcasts. If you liked this episode, check out the show notes for the episodes I referenced throughout this one. I'll be sure to link those episodes in the show notes for easy access. You'll also find a link to leave a five-star review if you're feeling so inclined. And if you know someone who may enjoy this episode or another one of our episodes, do us a favor and share it with them. I would really appreciate that. I know Brian on the base, wherever he is, he's probably rocking out right now. He would appreciate that as well. And hey, if you know Chelsea Fagan or if you're a fan of the financial diet like me, feel free to pass this along to her as well. But please remember to be nice, be curious, and seek first to understand. That is the first step to building awareness and empathy. This is Billy. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Midlife Crisis. May you feel happy, healthy, and loved. Take care, friends. Thank you.